Hello. And welcome to A Plus News. And today we have a good program outlined and also um, announcement. I'm going to be changing the name of this uh, podcast from A Plus News to something else, but I don't know what. So. But I'll let you know. So that's just kind of a heads up. But I'm in, uh, uh, my name's Richard, and I'm in located in Utah, which is the United States. I say that because we have individuals from 10 different countries that are joining us. And welcome, all of you. And we have, uh, for you, the World News Mental Health Minute. And we talk about um, coping through the coronavirus. We in the United States have a new thing that we got to cope with now, but um, we'll talk about that in a minute. We're, we're, we have a lot of fires that are going on in California. I was watching last night for, uh, you can go on YouTube and find out or you can look it up if you're not aware of them um and it's because of uh for those of you who don't believe in um global warming uh we have a lot of politicians now that are convinced that global warming warming is real and this is the uh these fires are the worst fires in history Plus, the hottest, California is going to be the, uh, get to be the hottest today. Hottest temperatures in history. Unfortunately, the firefighters could use a little rain, but again, the drought. And so uh, many people are losing their homes. The firefighter said last night that he didn't expect fire to be out for a couple more years. So maybe... Um, that's kind of just an example of why I'm, um, always talk about evolution and how you cope or change through evolution. So we'll get into that. And what I hear on the news a lot is the new normal. How many of you have heard that before the new normal? I hear it all the time on the when I hear the news, anything on the news, I'll repeat it over and over again, uh, the new normal. And I just ask myself, what is normal? And uh, I I don't know what, what they expect. I think maybe it's they're trying to say that uh, uh, so everybody won't worry too much or I don't know. But... There's never been a normal. There's always been something new, new to cope with. Uh, But when has the world ever been normal? I don't don't understand that. So um, I think earlier on I did a podcast on change. And and, uh, when I was in school getting my master's in clinical social work, we had a um, 
some training on family therapy, and we would also we we would always be told that there was uh, uh, for couples, especially that you know that were fighting and arguing, and this goes for individuals too, of course. But to in order to solve a problem, the one of the best things to do is to um, look outside the box or to think outside of the box now again this is this was change that we're talking about not coping so but it i guess it could be the same thing if you wanted it to be so thinking out of the box what you do is you basically picture yourself or a box and put yourself picture yourself in a box and say well, uh, okay, I've got these ideas that I've always been taught, I grew up with. I've got the church uh, that I go to, and they teach me this. And they've uh, friends have taught me that. And you reach an age, and some of you may be too young at this point. Well, maybe it's, I don't know. I don't think it's too young. Um, but uh, get to a point where there is a um, something that's, called uh, thinking out of the box. So the box, four walls, five, four, six walls. Take away one and get a ladder and you climb up that ladder and you jump outside of the box. What do you see? Um, now, new knowledge is what you would see uh, when you looked outside the box. So how do we gain new knowledge? Well, obviously school, um, books. Uh, I've got a lot of different books that taught me lots of things. I mean, fortunately I was able to go to grad school and well, that's the path I chose anyway. And so the, the um, let me just give you a hint. Uh, don't ever think that when someone says something that it's the truth. And again, what is truth? So I presented to you a question. And that's what I want you to get used to doing is questioning what you've been taught. Now, we, a long, long time ago, uh, didn't know what kept us on the earth and kept us from floating away. And then someone came up, Newton came up with the idea of gravity when the apple fell on his head. And still then, we weren't correct. And then we had a theory of how the earth was created, or it's, it's their atmosphere, the sun, etc. And we didn't really have anything else to go by because of the technology, the uh, we scientists uh, um, weren't weren't ready to didn't have the didn't have we didn't have the, the telescopes, the uh, rockets that had. We're able to blast out of the atmosphere 
until, you know, later on, and then we were able to make hypothesis, hypothesis um, of how the other, of other, of other theories that why the earth was created, how the earth was created, or if you want to say just the earth, or you want to say the, um, um, how the many, many, uh, um, galaxies were created like this. So, I mean, how did uh, Pluto get out there so far, and why is Pluto so different than our atmosphere? And many of these things are, I would take my young son into the science museums and planetariums, and they would have just tremendous uh, exhibits and that would teach him how to you know that would that would teach them and and exhibits that you couldn't see in the classroom because of the money spent the investment in these planetariums so we eventually uh last week i was looking up uh a question that i always had and that is why are the universes flat in nature um disc shaped and the answer to that was simply because it, it all goes back to the way it was started and so the theory is and there are other theories that the universe began as a tiny tiny uns it was so small such a small molecule you couldn't see it hardly at all but um you've heard of the uh, let me look it up real quick here. Um, what I'm looking for is the um, atomic. Uh, well, I would call it the atomic smasher, but there's. Um, it's a it's a collider atom collider. You want to tell it CERN LHC? It uh, is the most powerful particle accelerator in the world. Its tunnel sits about 100 meters underground. Um, CERN is uh, part of the European Organization for Nuclear Research and it's located on the Franco Swiss border near Geneva, Switzerland. Um, so it's underground, and so they're because they're able to ha, had designed this particle accelerator. They're able to know the particles that smash together, and then the result. So, um, anyway, through studies, they know that uh, it's very possible that there was a. These particles, these atoms, uh, came together at just the right time, accelerated towards each other, and created so much power that it started the universe. So, one thing leads to another, as we know that now, I guess uh, we've known for a few years, 
that the that, that the planets are moving away from us very gradually. We don't know. I mean, we, we probably know the speed. I just don't have it in front of me. Um, so we know that, uh, uh, for example, uh, our universe is moving away from uh, the Milky Way, and that's moving uh, away. And then we, the next thing that's really interesting is dark matter. And we're not sure exactly what dark matter is, but if I look it up, and it's easy to do so nowadays, on a, have a computer before, you, uh, dark matter is a form of matter thought to account for approximately 85% of the matter in the universe. So that's a lot. Um, it uh, states its density for those science buffs out there. And so dark energy, I don't know, maybe you've heard it as dark energy, uh, black holes. Um, they're very dense. They're that's why they're black, and nobody has. We we don't have a, any idea what happens when you go inside of a black hole. We have theories that uh, you travel to another dimension. Can we see dark matter? Uh, unlike dark matter, uh, dark matter does not attract with electromagnetic force. Um, that means it does not absorb or reflect or emit light. And it's extremely hard to spot. Uh, researchers have been able to uh, infer the existence of dark matter only from the gravitational effect it seems to have on a visible matter. And then we've discovered more what dark matter is in, uh, in CERN by using CERN. So is dark matter dangerous? Uh, well, uh, um, it shouldn't pose much danger, it's, it indicates. Um, but uh, again, this, we're, at a, we're at a timeline here. And if you've ever looked up a timeline of, of the Earth's history of the Earth, um, the one I created had Adam and Eve kind of in the middle there after Earth was created. And then because I was studying the floods and I was studying whether or not there could have, the, the whole Earth could have been enveloped by water. Um, and the history has it that, no, that didn't happen. There were meteors and comets that were that hit the Earth at certain times of the certain periods in the beast before Christ or BC, and that they created large bodies of water that flooded uh, villages and things. And then, but but at no at no time was the entire Earth covered by water. So, if you believe in the story of Noah, he could have built this um, ship and put all the animals in. And as a result, he survived what I would call a flood. So um, many of you have seen the effects of the hurricanes in the south and the 
uh, around Florida, and you, you know what floods are like, and like in Louisiana, and, and you know, I think that's apparently what happened, except it was a, a large major flood. Now, as long as the current uh, and the oceans are changing because of the um, global uh, effect of the, uh, you know, the, the, the um, matter that's, that's, that's heating up the earth, th that's going to heat up the polar caps and the polar caps are melting and disappearing and that's going to result in many more floods. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to build a Noah's Ark on the uh, east, you know, on the coast somewhere. So anyway, um, so th those are just new, I don't know if those are new ideas, if you're a scientist or, or whatever, but uh, that's how you think out of the box, is you, if, if you don't have a lot of books around, but you have a computer, you could sit on a computer for hours and just keep Googling stuff if you wanted to, or on your phone. Forget that you can do the same thing on your phone. Um, I could ask, uh, I have this little uh, thing that we do the weather with. Let me ask Google. Hey, Google, what is dark matter? According to Wikipedia, dark matter is a form of matter thought to account for approximately 85. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I cut it off. Um, but so, there you go. I mean, same thing I told you. So, this is a artificial intelligence. We didn't have artificial intelligence <clears throat> until I think about 10, 15 years ago. Um, I think I told you one time, John Glenn, in his seven, I think he made seven, seven or less, so anyway, uh, circles around the earth that he had, <clears throat> we have more power computing power in our cell phones that we hold in our hands and John Glenn did in his spaceship. So <clears throat> that's a result of, of course, the, um, the creation of artificial intelligence, which is another story. Okay, so let's take a break and then we'll come back to... Uh, to hear the news and see what's going on. All right. All right, and we're back, and this is A Plus News. This is uh, this is Richard speaking. Uh, we're going to rely on Google here to tell us the world news right now. Hey, Google, tell us the world news, please. Here's the latest world news. DW News Brief at 1 p.m. today. This is DW News and these are our top stories. Security forces in Belarus have detained hundreds of anti-government demonstrators during the latest mass protest in the capital Minsk. More than 100,000 joined marches as the daily rallies entered their sixth week. The protesters want the authoritarian leader Alexander Lukashenko to step down. 
A new tent city has opened on the Greek island of Lesbos. The replacement accommodation is meant to house migrants left homeless after fires destroyed the notorious Moria refugee camp. But most of those displaced say conditions on the island are unbearable and they just want to leave. Officials on the US West Coast say cooler, wetter weather in the coming days could help calm raging wildfires. The blazes have killed at least 30 people and hundreds of thousands have been evacuated. Dozens remain missing and officials say the death toll is likely to rise. This is DW News from Berlin. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DW News or visit our website. That's DW.com. From Euronews Voice, Global News at 2.21 p.m. today. From BBC Minute at 2.28 p.m. today. and Pamela, it's BBC Minute. Rescue teams in the US are continuing to look for missing people as devastating wildfires are burning across the country's west coast. In the past three weeks, more than 30 people have died in Oregon, California and Washington state. In Israel, a three-week lockdown starting from Friday to try and bring down coronavirus cases. People will be banned from moving more than 500 metres from their homes. BBC Minute. In sport, Lewis Hamilton has won the Tuscan Grand Prix in Italy. It was his 90th Grand Prix win. He used his podium speech to highlight Black Lives Matter. Some football in the Premier League. Leicester beat West Brom 3-0 with Jamie Vardy scoring two penalties and Everton beat Tottenham Hotspur 1-0. I am super excited about this, Pamela. It looks like the cheerleading movie classic Bring It On might be slated for a sequel. One of the film's main actresses, Gabrielle Union, said it's absolutely going to happen and I can't wait. 2029G. BBC Minute. From BBC News Summary at 2.06 p.m. today. Hello, I'm Debbie Russ with the BBC News. The Israeli government has decided to impose a three-week nationwide lockdown to contain a surge in coronavirus infections. The move will come into effect on Friday. Sebastian Usher reports. Israel has now become the first country to reimpose a second nationwide lockdown. It does so as new coronavirus cases have risen to 4,000 or more a day. Israelis will not be allowed to go more than 500 metres from their homes, while schools will again be closed. The public sector will have the same restrictions as in the previous lockdown, while all but essential shops will be shut. The three weeks of lockdown coincide with a season of Jewish religious festivals, including Yom Kippur. Huge demonstrations have again been held in Belarus, where protesters continue to call for the resignation of the man who's led the country for the last 26 years, Alexander Lukashenko. Our correspondent, Jonah Fisher, is in Minsk. President Lukashenko was no doubt hoping that by detaining key opposition leaders that these protests would run out of steam. If that was the case, he was wrong. This is the fifth Sunday in a row that the centre of Minsk have seen a huge display of people power. Away from the large crowds, detentions took place. Having crushed the opposition leadership, increased the level of violence, but failed to stop the protests, Alexander Lukashenko heads to Russia. The key question, 
What will President Putin demand in return for continuing to back Belarus's unpopular leader? Exit polls for local elections in Germany's most populous state, North Rhine-Westphalia, indicate that Chancellor Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union will again emerge as the biggest party. It's forecast to get 36%, slightly down on the last election there, but well ahead of the centre-left Social Democrats, his coalition partner in the national government. The Greek Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis says a permanent migrant reception centre will be built on the island of Lesbos to replace the current overcrowded refugee camp. Moria was destroyed by a fire last week, which left more than 12,000 people without shelter or sanitation. Bethany Bell reports from Lesbos. Mr Mitsotakis said a new reception centre on Lesbos to replace the Moria camp was a chance to reset the policy on handling migrant arrivals. He said Europe should be much more involved in managing the new facility. His message is one that neither the residents of Lesbos nor the migrants and refugees want to hear. The locals say housing a new camp is too much of a burden for their small island. The migrants want the chance to be resettled elsewhere. Over the past couple of days, they've held protests calling for freedom. You're listening to the World News from the BBC. Okay, so thank you. That's the news, and turn that little thing on. Okay, uh, for you who are interested, that is called uh, a little device I just used, a Nest Mini. You could probably order it on Google, on this Google site itself, or Amazon, something like that. Um... I bought one of their phones, so they sent it to me for free, so pretty lucky. Um, now, this is uh, what I call Mental Health Minute, and so um, this is where I basically remind you uh, to look around, uh, check in with your family members, children, um, and teenagers, if this is this message is for you if you're feeling down or depressed or basically the feeling is uh, you've been in mental pain for some time maybe it's only been a few days maybe a week each each of us has our breaking points um, uh, particularly your history if you've been abused before or anything like that. Um, the uh, thoughts of checking out uh, of, of this earth and because of the pain, that's uh, when you want to call your doctor or get somebody to take you to the doctor. That's even better don't think it's uh it, it is hard okay i'm not gonna say it's not so mental health all over the world i mean it has a bad vibe to it so um there's nothing we can do about it it's just that's the way it is so if you say hey are you suicidal you, you might kind of pause or might not go up to somebody and say, hey, are you suicidal or I'm suicidal? You know, that's kind of a, 
I, I mean, very little people will admit that they're, they're depressed. So, but it, it's, uh, it's a problem right now because a lot of things doesn't have to necessarily be a result of the coronavirus. It could be a history. Uh, you could have genetic uh, weaknesses towards uh, depression. And I'll tell you right now, I have a, my father was uh, suffered from depression. His mother suffered from depression, and I do. So I take uh, some medicine, and I, as long as you know, I'm, I'm fine. I sleep well and everything else. But you got to uh, um, um, have help, and some people don't like that thought of having to ask for help. So please ask for help all right <clears throat> and uh, so that's our mental health minute of the day and so we'll um, go to what I have is a uh, box of cards they're called mood cards you can choose one out of the box for today it's called resentment. Now, this individual created these cards that I'm holding. They're, um, it's Andrea Harn. She's a psychotherapist, hypnotherapist, intuitive healer. I'm just reading the box there. Um, behavior therapist. So anyway, she, she designed these cards and has uh, placed them in bookstores. This, this whole box of 40 two mood cards so i like them they help me so let's see this one she has a face she puts a face on the one side and it's kind of like a stubborn face just real simple face and it says not letting go so the mood is resentment so resentment so ask do you know what resentment means I get my moods and emotions mixed up. I, to me, I, <laughs> just jokingly, I have a, a, you know, three emotions. Men have three emotions, right? Women have a lot more. So, what are you resentful about? Maybe you're, oh, uh, this could be many things. Let's see, resent, um, uh, having to be treated. Oh, okay, okay. How about this one? I resent having to go to school uh, at home, or I resent wearing a mask all the time. Uh, okay, so just a couple examples there. How do you think being resentful affects your life? Mm, okay, so does it give you positive emotions, negative emotions? Then what needs to happen for you to feel better about this? So, I don't know. Um, okay, so so for those who resent wearing a mask, you can look, maybe Google why, you know, why it's important to wear the mask. Go to the CDC site, which is the Center of Disease Control. The other day I learned that it's actually more effective to wear a mask than... I don't know. We're, let's just say we're going to have to wear them for a long time. It's uh, going to take a while to get that 
medicine, I'm afraid. Um, so, uh, not letting go. So let go, letting go of your, um, don't be so stubborn. You know, maybe that's what that is. It's kind of interesting. Interesting emotions. The affirmation is I can be forgiving without forgetting. I'm ready to move on and be at peace within. Well, that okay. So this is something she's she's written. This these are her ideas, and I don't know if I agree with that or not. But anyway, that's uh, our mood minute. <laughs> Emotion. We've got a we've got a mental health minute, a mood minute, news minute. The only thing I haven't included is the weather today, but. It is, by the way, it's the 13th. We've made it almost through Sunday. And so thank you for listening to this podcast. And we shall see you tomorrow.